0: Say goodbye to clumps and flakes, because this mascara is specially formulated to resist them all day with up to 24-hour wear. And the best part? It performs better than Luxe mascaras at only a fraction of the cost. You can buy Panorama Mascara on Amazon today.
1: Getting the smile and confidence you've been dreaming about, all from the comfort of your home, isn't a total mystery with Bite Clear aligners. Just don't be surprised if all your friends start asking, what's your secret?
2: I'm excited that this Thursday is our live streaming show. It's our live show. We're going to yeah. have so much fun with everybody. I know. Yeah. More fun than probably... Oh, <laughs> don't, <say, laughs> don't, don't say that. Okay, all right. What, in front? No, listen, the
1: live show is going to be a really fun. Yeah. It's going to be on looped live.com and then today you know we have a very candid conversation about west virginia west virginia and people drugs that live in and nudity crabs
2: <laughs> you know we all know about the herpes detector but is there a crabs detector <laughs> at the local walgreens <laughs> Ah,
1: <laughs> uh, ladies and jerks. Welcome to the Wild and Wonderful Whites of West Virginia. It all started when Tig and Cheryl met in the
0: mid-2000s. Hey,
2: nice to meet you, Tig. I'm Cheryl Hines. Hi, Cheryl. I'm Tig Notaro. Should we do a podcast about documentaries? Yes. A podcast about documentaries? Is this microphone on? Five Furious Frogs Fiddling Faintly. Furious, frogs, fiddling, faintly. Fry, frogs, faintly.
0: I am the first ever podcast.
2: And Tig and Cheryl are following in the sound of my footsteps. Let's get started. I'm so ready. Tig and Cheryl. True story. Cheryl Hines. Tig Notaro.
1: Hey, girl, hey. Oh, I said it right. Hey, girl, hey. Oh, my. Well, I feel like we have a lot to talk about and also
2: nothing. Mhm.
1: <laughs> do you feel like that?
2: Well, isn't that every week? Yeah, but
1: this even more so. Okay.
2: Wait, there's a lot of uh there's a lot there's I don't know. I feel like there is stuff to talk about here.
1: I need I feel like I need to shower after watching that yeah. sh- that movie. Yeah. That movie? Have you, you not showered since
2: when did you watch it? No.
1: I haven't showered since I watched it. Okay. But I do need to get the the I
2: was going to say the funk off. <laughs> Sure. <laughs> it just sounded well, so funk. Gross. No, funk <laughs> is a is a is a smell. It's a bad smell, and okay. and it was you know adopted by. Oh, I like musicians. That you know the origin. It's of... funky, you know, right? Which is good, but right? like somebody's aunt or grandmother might be like, "Oh, it sure is. It smells funky in here." Right. You know, not great. Not great. Right. But then. Bow bow pow, pow, pow. that's now that's great. Yeah. I don't know if that's great, but it's funky. <laughs> it's, it's like um porn music.
1: Isn't that what they say?
2: I don't know bow, what you, you watch bow. in your free time. In my porn in time? Yeah, in your porn time. Do you watch porn? Not usually. Sometimes, well, if I'm in a hotel and I'm
1: like, "Oh, well, what's happening here?" All really,
2: my... when you're in a hotel, you watch porn. I
1: mean, I'm I'm curious. I'm porn curious. Are you not? <laughs>
2: <laughs> wait, wait. But why do you wait until you get to a hotel? Why don't you watch it at home? Oh, because that's weird. Because
1: people it's are not weird in an app. Like, in if out of my room, and you know, it's like.
2: Okay. I don't need somebody walking in and seeing me watching porn. No, but now people know that when you're checked into a hotel room, <laughs> you're watching porn. <laughs> <laughs> well, aren't you curious to see? You know what people are doing. I have a pretty good idea. And um, do you
0: though? Do you?
2: Well, I have to be honest. You know, Please. I'm not a. I'm not your regular. You know, run of the mill porn viewer. Well nor neither am I. Well you stay in a lot of hotels. I do notice <laughs> I do. that And you stay at you your go, cousins, so that's awkward. You go and quarantine at hotels pretty <laughs> frequently. And now we know why. <laughs> and you you I have said... your your alone girl weekend by yourself and now we know you're watching porn.
1: I just think it's interesting.
2: It's a social, you know, interest.
1: It's a. It's a. It, it sounds
2: anti-social interest. interest. If you're alone in a hotel room <laughs> watching porn, I'm not judging you. I'm just like, didn't see any you part. You didn't see of- that coming. No. Oh, okay.
1: Um, I think we should get right into it, uh-huh. <laughs> if you will. hmm Um, today we are talking about the wild and wonderful whites of West Virginia. Mm -hmm. It's a 2009 documentary film directed by Julian Nitzberg. It chronicles the reckless lives of the white family of Boone County, West Virginia. The film was produced by Johnny Knoxville of Jackass and debuted at the Tribeca Film Festival. Were you
2: familiar with this? No. Were you familiar with Jesco, (laughs) the other documentary that came out? No. Were you? Yes I was I watched oh. that I watched that years ago and it didn't have the vibe that this movie had really the one about Jesco was a little more classy no there was nothing more classy. about his, it just his seemed dancing yeah it seemed like it was more endearing and light-hearted and uh, mm. and uh, yeah. so I thought, when the movie started and his sister was like, and now it's going to be about the rest of the family. Uh I guess even in her delivery, I thought, well, this is a different vibe.
1: (laughs) Oh, yeah. So in Boone County, West Virginia, the Whites are a notorious family. They call themselves the True Rebels of the South. Uh And the Whites are a product of West Virginia coal country, where outside interests take all the wealth. It's coal country, right, where people come in from different parts of the country, different parts of the world to basically take coal from West Virginia and from the people of West Virginia mm-hmm. with disregard of the people there. Mm-hmm. So it's it's a really tough situation. And the mines are dangerous. And so the idea of these this family, the white family... Um, They just have this very reckless lifestyle. Like, listen, we could die in the coal mine or we could overdose on drugs or my sister might kill me. We're all going to die. Might as well be, you know, go out in flames.
2: Yeah. And what you got? uh, Yeah. I don't think there's any way to uh, get anything (laughs) else from (laughs) it. No. No. And I have to say, I don't know if it's that I'm because I'm getting older. Mm. But I wanted to turn the movie off about 10 minutes in.
1: I know.
2: And it, it's tough. It's a tough one. But I know our listeners really wanted us to watch this one and talk about it. I guess my question is why? Like, do people think it's funny to watch? Because mm. um, there's a lot of suffering in this movie. Yeah, I feel like it's cut together kind of like a reality show yeah like it's um right like like honey
1: boo like honey boo boo
2: yeah which surprise surprise I never saw honey boo boo
1: I didn't either and I'm not sure if that's the mom or the daughter is that the mom or the daughter I don't I don't know if it matters
2: (laughs) okay Okay? nothing matters right um watch this movie and you'll see and you'll see but I think that I guess to me if you're gonna go into that world and document it. I I don't even know what I'm saying. I just felt well, so I know. sad and depressed and I didn't I and I know. imagine there are people that think it's funny, but I just didn't think it was funny. It's tough. It is tough because yeah. the because this family where do we begin with the whites? And, and here's the other thing that I want to say, is maybe yeah. it's also after becoming a parent. I know. Where I felt like it was disrespectful to the children to put I them know. on camera. I know, I know. And listen, I have a sense of humor. You do? <laughs> I do, I have I a sense really, of you're,
1: humor. You're sounding very uh, close to, I'm a sexy lady.
2: If you have to announce it well and that you. that's this that i've already admitted that many times i am a sexy lady <laughs> and i'm, I'm also a hot lady <laughs> sexy af sexy as too. af but um i feel like maybe it's something i would have been amused by decades ago maybe when i was like a teenager or early 20s or something and not really understood the gravity of right what was going on and I know this is not the vibe of our podcast typically but I I I really struggled and I
1: I don't know it is tough but I think the allure is a look into this
2: family and this lifestyle. But that's my feeling is you can have a look into it but not cut it like a... And I mean, cut it meaning edit it like a a reality show. Like it's fun and crazy. Yeah, because these people are really, really suffering and it's really, really painful to watch. And that's what I felt like I was doing. I felt like I was watching people... Drown I was watching a group of people drown. You know what yeah. I mean? And um yeah. and it was hard. I think what's you know, interesting
1: about it is that they are a pretty happy bunch. I know, but hear me out. Happy?
2: Well, you know, it's like that all it says is pain to me. I know. They, but they probably edit it in a way that shows the fun reckless like uh right but when you think of the moments in between the no and hollering right I don't think these are a bunch of happy people I mean maybe I'm wrong maybe they are thrilled with their lives well there's a lot of
1: dancing going on and so tell everybody about Jesco because that's is that Was that his name?
2: Yeah, Jesco. So that was the dad, right? Well, he's the uncle. Oh. No, you're... No, no, no. The grandfather was old... Uh, D-Ray. Yeah, he was old uh, Happy Toes. He invented this own style of dancing
1: and supposedly 52 steps nobody else could do. Right. It
2: looked a lot like tap dancing.
1: It looked kind of like river dancing. Yeah, like yeah.
2: Hill, hillbilly river dancing. Yeah, yeah. But like on picnic tables or... Or wherever.
1: Wherever. And it's interesting. wherever. That's
2: interesting. Listen, I think this type of dancing, this area of the country and these people are interesting. Make no mistake. Right. Yeah. I just didn't enjoy watching... I know. The pain... Like, the... like there was... I didn't feel like there was a, let's get in there, let's look at this and here's... I mean, of course, you learn from anything, but... But it was hard. It was hard to go on this ride. For yeah. you,
1: it was very hard to go on. it, yeah. And it was. And it is. And it. it's interesting because, you know, the big picture is mm-hmm. like you People are born into a family that they don't choose, mm-hmm. right? So we... And everybody's born into that family. If it's a rich family, if it's a poor family, if you're in a small city, if you're in a big city, and... The white family is mm-hmm. born in – these kids are born into the white family. And the white family <laughs> is outrageous. Nobody likes them. Right. Because they have disregard of of everybody around
2: them, rules. And themselves and their – And then, you know, their if family, their husband
1: cheats and they're like, well, I'm going to go member, kill him. Yeah.
2: They th- – threaten to kill their family members. They're yeah. like doing drugs while they're pregnant. They're... yeah.
1: Well, you want to hear, let's listen to how the locals describe the whites, okay. just so people can get an idea of, of the whites.
0: You, you get a certain reaction from people. The whites, they have that kind of charisma. Not only can they draw you in, they can keep you there.
1: They don't want to conform to any authority, no rules. And all they got to do is to fuss, fight, and party. Some of them are good. Some of them are entertaining, and a whole lot of them are just trouble and and dangerous. Even though they might be the most hated family, well, they're probably the most free. They are the true rebels of the South. Okay, okay. that was Hank Williams the third, the last. The last person talking. Hank 3 is what he goes by. Oh,
2: does he go by Hank 3? Mm-hmm. He's the son of uh, Bo Cephas, who is Hank Williams Jr. Oh, was Bo Well, Cephas- Hank Williams had a son, Hank Williams Jr., and his nickname is Bo, Cephas. Bo Cephas. And then Bo Cephas had Hank 3.
1: And do you think Hank 3, it seemed like he's just sitting around with the whites in West Virginia- I mean, I don't know if that's really what he's well, doing. Well,
2: I would imagine, I mean, he's claiming he's friends with them. I mean, how deep is this friendship? Or is it just kind of like fun to be, I mean, because that guy oh. comes from cash and yeah, and, uh, and, and, and country music royalty. Yeah. yeah. And I'm sure it's fun to swing by there and tap dance and play some music. But, <laughs> is it fun I mean, I ha- it Well, fun? if you're hanging out with, it with oh. Jesco, and he's just dancing. You're having some beers, and right. And you're playing music, and it and you're there That's for true. the night. Because when Hank three
1: was mm-hmm. on in the film, he was singing, and then there was a. Do we know who the guy was that was dancing
2: on the picnic table? That was Jesco. <laughs> How Jes- would you know that? Well, because I am familiar oh, with Jesco. Saw- and is he famous for his dancing? Jesco is the reason the Whites are famous, I would say, because that documentary about Jesco was huge. Huge. I mean, huge, like, it was like people... Like culty. Culty, like people were passing that VHS tape around in the late 90s, early 2000s, and like, why? oh my because God. because he was this, this dancer from West Virginia? What's, yeah, what's... and he just seems so, like... You can't tell if this is an actor or if this is real. It, it really right. is so right. hard to believe, especially if you're not from these parts of the country or right. the South. You're you're like, there's no way this is a real person. Yeah, but he seems a tad more civilized than the rest of the whites, I would say. Until you get into this this particular documentary, and then you're like, all right, <laughs> oh dear. Yeah, the whole the whole family needs to go to prison and rehab. You know. Yeah, and let's give the listeners a break. Let's give ourselves a break.
1: Yeah. Okay, we're gonna come back with the fresh take. Fresh take.
0: This episode is brought to you by Philo. Do you love TV? Do you love saving money? Then Philo is your solution. Philo has more than 70 channels like BET, MTV, and AMC. And the best part? You can try it yourself with their 7-day free trial. Sign up today at philo.tv slash pods. That's h i slash poppods to get 50% off your first month. Delve into the shadows of the mind with Sleeping Dogs, a gripping murder mystery starring Academy Award winner Russell Crowe. Now available on digital.
2: And we are back with a fresh take. Turns out I thought this was hilarious. Not at all. So Mamie White
1: is an outspoken member of the family. Her father was D. Ray White, Mm -hmm. who invented his own style of dancing, like we talked about. And Mamie has four brothers, Mark, who was shot and killed. Uh Did she shoot him and kill him? Maybe. No way to Um, know. Dorsey accidentally killed himself, shot himself pony moved to Minnesota. Mhm. Good for back. Pony, by the way. I know, I know. I was and, cheering
2: for him. And I would oh, say, you know what I would say? Do what would a documentary you say? on Pony. On Pony. That yeah. is that would be a story I'd want to see um, to find some sort of inspiration.
1: Yes. Because he was born into that family. Mm-hmm. He knows that nobody in that community likes the Whites. Mm-hmm. So he knew that his children we're gonna be subjected to people yeah. hating the whites. So he moved to West Virginia. I Look, mean he
2: moves to Minnesota. Yeah, and I know this documentary is very popular and we can't go back and change anything. However, if I were doing this, I would yeah. introduce you to the family and then I would follow Pony out of there. Right. And I would say, Here is here is where some hope Here's is. Here's Pony. Yeah, let's pony up.
1: Oh, let's pony up, you guys. And then Jesco is also her Mamie's brother. And then Sue White.
2: I mean, there are a lot of Whites. And that's the other unfortunate thing is their last name. Ms. White. Yeah. I know.
1: (laughs) It's like, oh, boy. And I think the title is a little misleading. The title. The (laughs) wonderful. Why are they wonderful? It's like, whoa, what? I, you know what I thought? This is hmm. ridiculous. Hmm. But not that ridiculous. I thought that maybe this documentary was about mountains, like snow-covered mountains in West Virginia.
2: It's not. Oh, Cheryl. <laughs> it's not. the wild and wonderful whites <laughs> of West Virginia. So you went in with that idea, and this yeah, is was... what you saw? Yes. Yeah, so imagine. So you took an even... Longer mm. fall and drop I did. than I
1: did. It took a while till I was yeah. like, "Whoa, there are no mountains in this at all." Mm-mm. Mountains of drugs. Yes, there were mountains of drugs. I went to West Virginia University for a year. Did you know that in Morgantown, West Virginia?
2: Wait, was that when you were getting away from the? Is that when you went to college? Yeah. The boyfriend. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Okay. Yeah. But the this film is not a
1: good representation of. West Virginians, just to let people know.
2: Or humans. <laughs> no matter where
1: you might live. Or anyone named White. No. But okay, so there's a woman named Susan. She calls herself Kirk. <laughs> Why not, you know? Um, oh, and another woman named Sue White, aka Sue Bob is a former stripper and considers herself the sexiest woman in the county. You want to hear a little bit from Sue
2: White? Talk about how she's the sexiest. Oh, I thought she said she was the sexiest in the family, but it's in the county. Well, let's hear her. I'm not sure. Well, either way.
1: Yeah. She's not wrong. Well, she's. (laughs) Well, I would say she
2: is. (laughs) Well, here's the other question I have. Yes, Yes. What is going on with everyone's voice? Everyone's voice know. is like coming from their, uh, like deep, deep in their rectum. <laughs> like that
1: that's where- You should be a voice coach. I want you to go deep into your rectum.
2: But you know what I'm saying? Like it's no, I know. so- it's, it's low and- um... And it almost sounds like they've had tracheotomies-
1: yeah, it's interesting. You know what I was thinking, and what? I don't mean to say this out loud, but… But you're I on mean, a podcast, so you're going I'm to need I'm on a po- It's just us. Mm-hmm. It's just us and our listeners. Yeah. I mean, do you think there's a lot of dating outside the family, or do you think it's a small dating pool? So you, you're you thinking they're
2: like dating their… are Maybe.
1: You don't have to say it out loud. I'm just saying. Let's listen to Sue White,
0: the sexy one. <laughs> sexy one. Well, I used to be a stripper back then when I was 17, 18, 19 years old, and I made the boo-coos of money. I bring home at least fifteen to two thousand dollars a night in my boot. and uh, I've always been a sexiest one in the family. I always had comments from thousands of people.
2: In the family. In the family.
1: All right. Well, that's a sash to wear proudly. It's interesting because that woman probably is how old? And she, she was
2: probably like 30 in this film or something. But Are you the sexiest in your family? <laughs> I know I am. I mean, after my mother died, I was like, I'm for sure. You got sure moved the, right to the top. Yeah, I got moved right to the. My mother was like the, like really beautiful yeah. And then when she passed away, I was like, well.
1: Hot Tig is here, y'all. Hot step off. Hot Tig is here. And my
2: brother would be the first, and my stepfather, they would both, and my father passed away, but if he were alive, he'd be like, yeah, everybody would agree, I am the sexiest one in the family. So I'm not speaking out But even out like of-
1: nieces and nephews and stuff, because I have a lot of really cute nieces and nephews and things, and in-laws.
2: Yeah, I would. I would say to all of my um, relatives, I would. <laughs> I would. Still, I would say you're still number one. I would say, come on, come on, come on, guys. You know, come on, you know, you know, guys, you know, you know. You know. we're
1: all thinking it. So that was um, Sue, sexy Sue, sexy Sue, and uh, let's see. There's a Birdie May who's 84. That was a. That was one of the saddest birthday parties and they're trying to shove <laughs> drugs weed uh cocaine and she's like i don't want to do it and her kids are like do it just do it and it was basically that was basically the whole birthday party
2: is trying to <laughs> get your shove 84- drugs into your 84 84- <laughs> year old mother slash grandmother slash aunt into her mouth yeah and then and it's a small mouse face
1: <laughs> and then at some point less white one of Bertie's adopted sons takes off his pants wait did he take off his oh, pants or yeah. did
2: somebody pull him down no i think he took him off right? he took
1: him off and and waved it
2: waved it side to side you know what i mean that dance yeah and you don't like to see naked people
1: uh, I don't need to see less White um, naked waving his penis around. Yeah, I but felt it's not like that I don't.
2: What are you saying? I don't like to see naked people. I just felt like on an episode or two, you were like, not. Oh well, it's un. Unco- that was uncomfortable.
1: The artist is present. Mm-hmm. I was saying, yeah, I don't need to walk between two naked people to get to the next room, mm-hmm. and that's the art exhibit.
2: Okay. Well But you liked you liked that. No. I just um don't know that we need to rehash another <laughs> but Another
1: I, documentary where we're just trying to get through this one? Yeah, but to be
2: fair I brought it up.
1: Yeah. You just yeah. accused me after I just said I'm porn curious, and then you're telling me I don't like to. Look why are at you new bringing people?
2: this up again? <laughs> you're the one, why don't you check like yourself into a hotel room already? You're accusing me of all kinds of things. <laughs> oh my gosh. Oh God, you're going to get okay. inundated with porn links and stuff. <laughs> <laughs> I can't wait until oh. you're recording again from a hotel.
1: <laughs> um. Oh, so you know what? You know what I find disturbing, and I don't know why, and maybe
2: the entire
1: movie yeah and maybe because we are parents it's Mm. certainly harder not together not yet not that we know (laughs) you never know how life goes (laughs) you never know what's in heaven but i don't like seeing kids drink soda yeah silly no, I don't know why. I I don't like it either. I mean, there's a time and place for everything, and it's okay. It's fun once in a mm-hmm. while, but like to watch the there was like like this little kid who was just oh who drank six cans of Pepsi or Coke or something, and it was yeah. like oh that can't be good. We we're just watching this one moment in time, and that's what he just did.
2: I mean, that's definitely a problem. However, he's also surrounded by drugs. Yeah. And alcohol. And people are just smoking cigarettes just yeah. like it's the seventies in a car with windows up. That yeah. kind of like disregard. holding a baby and smoking a cigarette. Yeah. There's stuff
1: like that going on where it's
2: just Or like, whoa. like being pregnant completely full of drugs. It's just like Yeah Pepsi's terrible.
1: But that's the least of our worries here.
2: Yeah. Yeah they they did a lot of um prescription drugs and snorting. I didn't even know know about. Did you know about
1: snorting? No, but apparently they crush them up like Xanax and like Coke. Yeah. And then they snort it. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So let's see who had the baby.
2: That one woman where this is how naive I am about drugs. Yeah. The woman that had the baby talked like she was on drugs, like really slow yeah. And she's just like, I don't know if I... I, even though the whole movie is about everyone on drugs, yeah. it didn't even dawn on me that that was maybe from drugs. You just thought maybe she was just, that's just who I she I just is. thought, well, because I talk slow or I deliver things slowly. And, and then I don't remember at what point in the movie where I was like... Oh, well, when she goes in, she ha- she delivers the baby. She has a baby.
1: And then she and her friend crush up the whatever painkillers and snort them. In
2: Immediately the, after the baby in the plopped out, room. she got up and snorted drugs. And then they don't let her take
1: the baby. They say that they need to keep the baby in the hospital to observe the baby, which I felt good about. I was like, okay, well, at least somebody's looking out for this baby. Right. And then they... A few days later, I couldn't tell how long, but they go back to pick up the baby Mm -hmm. and child services had taken the baby and she was upset, but then they drove through Taco Bell right after. Yeah. But see, I understand like people, I see why that's slightly entertaining because then they have a ridiculous moment in the Taco Bell drive through Of course.
2: And if that was the only thing going on in the film, that would be hilarious. I guess. But you're also, I don't know, I'm highly aware that there's a little tiny baby.
1: I know. I, I don't know, know. I know. Let's give everybody a break. And then mm-hmm. we'll come back and we'll hear Mamie at Taco Bell just so we can get a vibe on what's happening in this doc. Mm-hmm.
0: Okay,
1: so here's here's Mamie, and this is just one moment in time for the Whites. Here's Mamie ordering at Taco Bell. Sorry about your way, go ahead and order one
2: over here. Uh, yeah, give me Mark's a quesadilla. Side. The
0: steak and cheese to only, with cheese and steak only. We don't have to eat it. You don't have fiastas? I'm sorry, did you repeat that? Why is it on your side if you don't have it? Are you talking about Gordino's? Y'all have mozzarella no, cheese sticks? No. Give me two tacos, one soft shell, one hard, please. Could you repeat that order back to me? Yes, I got some hard to take the beer.
2: I'm just baked cheese. Well, and then that part, can we... This part was the most outrageous thing. Oh, There's... I knew you would! I knew you were gonna hate this. When I watched it, I was like, "Oh my God, she is
1: losing Ryan." Okay, let's listen to that. Okay,
2: so this uh, they went through the drive-through, and while they're driving through, they see somebody that they know that's in mm. Taco Bell, and then she's yelling at the window to the person wh- right before they get to the window to pay for their taco. She's
0: not
2: laughing. Renee!
0: Sad.
2: <laughs>
0: hey, Tanner. They took her baby. She had her baby. CPS Sorry. took her. She's crying. Her.
1: And then the friends are waving. I mean, I'm assuming that they they didn't hear what she said. That's what I like to think.
2: There's no way. I mean, even her sentence, she's crying, her, you know? Like it's not really clear. S- cohesive. Yeah. It. This was tough to watch. I'm not. Was there any point where you were like, I need to turn this off, I can't watch it? Yeah. You did have like a moment of, I, I have to turn this off?
1: Yeah, I watched it in two sittings because I was like, I can't, it's hard. Yeah.
2: It's really, it's really hard. And, um, well, and you and I were also talking earlier today on the phone about yeah. drug abuse and drug yeah. addiction. Yeah. And just the effects that it has. And it's devastating. It's, it's devastating. It's
1: devastating. And it's, it's re, you know, drug addiction is very powerful. Mm-hmm. It's very, very powerful. And to be able to try to even get off of drugs or rehabilitate, you have to, put yourself in a completely different setting around mm-hmm. different people who are on a different track. Because if you're just ha- still hanging out with the same people who are doing the same things, it's very hard to change change mm-hmm. what you're doing. Mm-hmm. And that's what's difficult about the film because you're watching this and it's like, whoa. There's no way out. There's no way out. They're born into it, that, mm-hmm. that they're raised that way. The kids are talking about killing other people and can't wait to go stab somebody or shoot somebody. And and you know that that's going to be, that that is going to happen because mm-hmm. that's what happens and that's how they're raised. Mm-hmm. So one of the, um, Brandon, uh, I forgot why he shot his uncle. Why did he shoot his uncle, Billy? Do you remember why?
2: I doubt there was like a good, a reason, good reason that we need to like justify the shooting. Yeah. And he, um, he shot him three times in the neck,
1: face and shoulder and then he shot the cops while they arrested him. And they they talked to him while he was in prison. And he was actually He almost seemed normal. He almost seemed normal. But what's, what was sad about that is he was thinking, They're probably gonna let me out of here. They're probably I mean, I'm about to go to my sentencing, but mm-hmm. I don't think it's gonna be bad. It's gonna be they're probably gonna let me out.
2: And then fifty years.
1: Yeah. And then went, And then another woman, um, Mousy, just got out of prison.
2: Was that her given name?
1: <laughs> as soon as she got out of prison after four years, she was out to track down her husband, Charlie, who cheated on her, so he could kill, so she could kill him.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And this film is outrageous because you're you are literally watching people do drugs. You're watching people say, "Oh, I'm going to go kill Charlie." And then, you know, everybody's like cheering and they're drinking
2: and it's like, "Let's go kill Charlie, y'all." I mean, I can't even imagine if one of the whites came into my house and saw the life I live. You know what I mean?
1: <laughs> they would think that you were the most boring person that ever <laughs> Yes. that ever lived. Well, I know. I mean, and that's what I think what fascinates people about this film is, like I said, that this is like something that people cannot imagine that this is how people could really live. They just can't. You can't even imagine it.
2: I'm doing the exact opposite all day long. (laughs) I'm trying to keep myself and my family healthy and safe. Yes. And I'm trying to walk every day. I'm trying to right. eat right. I'm trying to, I'm focusing on getting enough sleep. Right.
1: And it, meanwhile, these guys are tracking each other down to, to kill each other.
2: Right. I mean, I can't even, it's just baffling. It's baffling. And, and only sharing that because of the stark difference. Yes. I'm not saying I'm a better person. I'm just saying... Your values are different. We have such different <laughs> lives. It's so, I mean, even just picturing one of them walking into my house or me walking into their house, it's truly like um, a spaceship landed.
1: Weren't you wondering about the filmmakers? hmm Because there was a scene where I think they were in a trailer and one of the sons had
2: a rifle. Mm-hmm. And he's twirling it around. And there's a kid in the room. Oh, yeah. And grandma in the room, too. Everybody yeah. that... But nobody flinches. Nobody moves. It is just like, whoa. And but Rema- if was... oh, oh, and then they say, lower it. And he says, it's not loaded. And she says, no, because of the ceiling fan. Right.
1: Right. It's not funny, but... Okay. So Kirk, the woman who had the
2: baby... She decides to go to rehab. And she has another child who's like, what, seven or ten yeah, or something? Yeah, cu- this he's cute. He's so cute. And he's so Ugh. already on the wrong track. I know. And I just wanted to mm. bring him home with me. But I would know. be so bored with my life. I would be like, <laughs> have <Really>? your organic <laughs> smoothie. Let's take a walk. And here's a nice bubble bath. Oh boy! And... Oh boy! Yeah, but but it was it was great that Kirk
1: took the initi- initiative to to
2: absolutely put herself into absolutely. Rehab. And I had the moment of I was thrilled for her, but then one second later I was like, "It's not going to last," because she's I know she's, she gets out and she yeah. goes back to that.
1: But the the send off to rehab was quite quite.
2: Something. Just drugs. Well, and that's the other thing is it's great that she took the initiative, but the problem, I mean, obviously there's several problems, but the problem is she didn't want to quit drugs. She couldn't wait to do a bunch of drugs before she went away to rehab. I'm sure people carry both thoughts right right. there's a
1: thought that I gotta stop and there's a thought that oh my god I don't want to stop so I think I I've I've heard and I've talked to people who were about to go to rehab and they're like Uh oh my god I gotta do one more night before I go it's my last it's like going on a diet you know you say you're gonna go on a diet tomorrow so you eat chocolate it's not the same but um so
2: you eat chocolate (laughs) <laughs> Since you girl eat chocolate i'm gonna be so bad right now and i am going to eat some chocolate okay and then tomorrow <laughs> no chocolate celery sticks
1: <laughs> um but it was great because she did go to rehab and wasn't it it's so interesting to see her after she had been in rehab for three months She looked like a different person. Yeah, you know, Mm -hmm. it
2: was really it was nice. And then, and then seeing her sit in the back seat with her son and look at him and
1: and look at him. Yeah, and so and and
2: like really taking.
1: Yeah, that's what I was gonna say. It was very sweet, and he
2: um, and they were cute together. I know, know? and and I was just thinking before rehab i was like oh gosh this poor kid and then i was seeing her in this light of like oh that's that's his mom that's yeah his mother. i know i know and he loves his mother just like anybody loves their mother no right. matter no matter
1: right no matter. no matter no matter right so it was very sweet and then and then she went to um like a another part of the rehab where she goes with her son, which I thought was great, too, for like six months or something. And, you know, I don't know what happened to them. I, I'm hoping that they have lived a very healthy and happy life since then. Mm-hmm. And I think that was sort of the the end, right? Well, grandmother died. Uh, yeah, the poor, the poor grandmother, who was the only one that was seen to try to be sober? I don't know if sober is the right word.
2: Just she wasn't doing like meth or crack yeah. or what I don't even know. I guess they're doing anything and everything.
1: But that was also the question is where are they getting these drugs? Where are they getting these prescription drugs?
2: I mean, I can barely get my back medication. I have to Wait. like call a they're million stingy times. With it. Yeah, and it's not it doesn't even make me um Loopy. loopy no it just strengthens my bones and I'm like hey I'm running low and they're like well we already sent you your supply you're gonna have to call back in a week and I'm like and then meanwhile these people are like I tripping know. over pills and I'm like I, I just know. need my weekly back pill to strengthen my spine I know. and I have I to do back flips people... <laughs> with wow. my bad back with your bad back to get just something to help me strengthen my bones.
1: Well, I don't know, I don't know. I don't know how it works. I don't either, Cheryl. I'm sure our listeners will let us know. Not that that's what yeah. they're doing, but they And I more- feel like
2: I'm really letting down our fans by not having a sense of humor about this. Because I bet there's a lot of people that were like, oh, I cannot wait to hear what Cheryl and Tig are saying. Because it's so outrageous. The film is outrageous. These people are outrageous. Mm -hmm. I vote for, I say we crowdfund. And we raise our money and we produce our Pony White. Pony White in Minnesota. Yeah.
1: And his kids seem sweet too. Yeah. They were like, yeah, we were glad we got out of there. Oh
2: my God. I was so excited for them. I know. I was so touched that this guy cared yeah just wanted something better for himself and his family and like I just hope his kids it seems they do appreciate it but I really hope they appreciate what he did because you know just that he's getting up every day and he's going to work and he's yeah I don't know I was I was so into that okay Okay. um Tig are you ready for final thoughts I am
1: I bet you are It's time for Happily Ever After Thoughts, where we give our final thoughts on this week's documentary.
2: Did you cry? I did not cry, but I was stunned, like I said, into silence for the entire movie.
0: Mm -hmm, Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Did you cry? No.
1: mm -mm, No, but but it was tough. Mm Mm-hmm. Okay, I can't wait to ask who you are attracted to. Well, I mean, interestingly enough, there are a few attracted,
2: attractive people in this. <laughs> I think that with the big white beard, I think Jesco looks cute. <gasps> okay, wait, you like sexy Sue? <laughs> She's the sexiest one in the family.
1: I liked, um, who were you just talking about? That Oh, Pony? Yeah, Pony. Pony, when we were at Pony's house and there were the two guys on the couch, uh-huh. they were cute. Okay. I don't know their names and I don't know how they were related. They were cousins. Okay. I yeah. like Pony's cousin. Oh, I guess okay. both of them. Or you could have one if you want. Okay. One of the cousins. Or if you liked, I mean, oof, it was just so hard to... This yeah. was a hard one to find. Uh, the person you were the attracted to li-
2: or who you're going to go out and a bang with. <laughs> Is a Should that be the name of the segment now? Who are you going to go out and a bang with? <laughs> yeah. Going out and a bang, who do you want? Okay.
1: So, next week we will be watching Lula Rich, which you can watch on Amazon Prime. You can also buy True Story merch at podswag.com slash True Story. Mm-hmm. Woo! Let should we go on to some fan mail? That yeah. has to be uplifting. Yeah. Okay. Fallon <laughs> T. Hey Fallon T. Hey Fallon oh, T. Hey Hey T. Hey. Hey. Hey, <laughs> hey hey Cheryl. Hey, my mom and I listen every week. We no longer dread Mondays, but what the heck is a Merkin? Oh, boy. (laughs) We've never heard of such a thing, and after Googling it, we have many questions. (laughs) We really wish you would have elaborated more on these. You both seem to think that this was common knowledge. We've been giggling about it all morning, especially after a guy in a cheap toupee tried to flirt with my mom. I was not impressed, but my mom told me to be nice. After all, he's wearing a Merkin. Thanks for the laughs. Phelan
2: and Deb. Okay. Here's the thing about a Merkin. Cheryl chooses to wear one even <laughs> when she's not filming and when she's watching porn in hotels. That may be true. But <laughs> here's the
1: thing about Merkins. Uh-huh. I am aware of them because of show business. Mm-hmm. If you do, if you do like a period piece and listen, I'm just going to. I'm just going to say it. Mm-hmm. I'm going to spill some beans. A lot of women and men do a lot of grooming, waxing down there. And if there's a nude scene, that's not correct for the period, right? If you're doing something in the 1800s and then you have to be nude. And your crotch has a mohawk. <laughs> and it's, and it's going to be weird. Uh-huh. So in that case, the hair stylist <laughs> would fashion a little merkin to put down there. So during your nude scene, or I also know this because there was a film where there was a shower scene, a locker scene. So there were lots of guys showering, but the director didn't want to actually see penises. So he or she had merkins made for the actors that were showering to cover their penises. So if you did see a glimpse, you would see, Pubes, but not not. not so, wait,
2: <laughs> the director just wants the guy to or the person to just have no penis?
1: Yeah. You know, they're not doing a close up of somebody, but if the camera moves and you see naked people, it's not a guy standing there completely naked. He's being covered.
2: <laughs> He's being Listen, covered by the murder. I don't think yeah. this is our responsibility to go into this great a detail. <laughs> For every time that a Merkin was used in Hollywood. Well, I think it's nice that people know. And now, and let me tell you how I think they started. And then we'll get oh, off a Merkin. And not just how they started, but how Cheryl <laughs> thinks they started.
1: Because I'm not sure if this is true.
2: <laughs> well, but yeah, this, no.
0: This is what we I We don't heard. know
2: if what is, anything is true. No, we don't know.
1: But back I can't give you a date, but a long, long time ago, when prostitutes would get crabs, they would shave their pubic hair because they didn't want the crabs, and then they would put on a merkin. That's what I heard. Once again, I'm not sure that's correct. (laughs) But by the way, how do you even have sex with a merkin on? I guess it's possible. I don't know. Anyway. Anyway. But thanks for writing in, guys, because a lot of people were probably wondering the same thing. Shall we
2: move on to the next one? Everybody has vomited. <laughs> <laughs> Clean yourselves up
1: <laughs> and
2: <laughs> oh, rejoin gosh. the
1: show. Oh, boy. Okay. Fiona A writes, oh, no, Fiona W writes, Hey, Fiona. Hey,
2: Fiona e-
1: w. w. Hey. hey. Whoa, Tig, you're really bad at that today. Hi, Tig and Cheryl. Hi. Oh, how I love your podcast. I work in a hospital as a clinical coder, a job that requires lots of concentration and reading. As a result, our department is supposed to be fairly quiet, but we are allowed to listen to whatever we like, headphones on, while we work. I only recently discovered this podcast, and I've since become totally addicted and have abandoned my other (laughs) favorite podcast. I've been fluctuating between stifled giggles to out loud laughing. While listening to you both, and I fear I'm very close to losing my podcast rights. You bring me so much joy. I don't care which documentary you talk about. Your banter and friendship is the gold that keeps me listening. Just want to send you my love and gratitude for making my working days so happy and fun. Big love from your biggest fan in Australia. Australia. Were you trying to do a an accent? No, I was no. trying to sound excited. So you were like, Australia? No, I said, Australia? <laughs> I, yeah, I, but it almost sounds like you were trying to do an accent.
2: No, Australia? No, Cheryl, you're the one that keeps trying to wedge <laughs> no, in you your didn't. terrible Australian accent. I'm just saying, saying Australia with excitement because I didn't realize podcasts traveled that far.
1: <laughs> do you think that it... It takes a lot for a podcast to travel. Yes. <laughs> Fiona also says, Can't speak for the rest of the world and don't know how I'll qualify this, but I can't imagine anyone loving your podcast more. Faws and Oz. Oh, wow. Faws. Wow. We needed that after this one. We sure did. That was a palate cleanser. Thank yeah. you, Faws. <sighs> well, yeah. that's it. That- <laughs> <laughs> that's it for that's it. I think I'm losing my horn skill. Oh, you go high. Okay, listen, we love reading your messages, your comments, your reviews. We really do. Keep letting us know what you think about the docs and leave us a review and we might just read your response on the show.
2: And don't forget to get your tickets to our live streaming event. It is going to be fun. Also, go to tignotaro.com for my tour dates. I'm adding dates all the time. And there's links to the venues where... Are you not familiar with this song? (laughs) No, but it's so catchy. (laughs) And there's There's links links to to the tickets. tickets. And you better get them now because there's a handful of cities that are moments away from being sold out and you might live in one of those cities hey mm. uh, and you know okay. Wa- okay we get it we get it okay tignotaro.com it is my hello again tour and once again our night together mm-hmm. oh yes
1: you can go to loopedlive.com that's l o o p
2: e d live.com tickets are flying off the shelf so you better get them now. They are flying off the shelf. We have tickets on shelves. I don't think that we'll sell out, but the VIP private hang time with me and Cheryl, mm-hmm. that will sell out. That will that, sell that out. Has hot a, cakes.
1: Yeah, hot, hot cakes. cakes. And you can watch Curb Your Enthusiasm season 11 on HBO and HBO Max.
2: God, 11 seasons. 21 years we've been doing <laughs> oh my God. With like a decade <laughs> off in between.
1: Yeah, we have yeah. one time we had six years off one time. It's just crazy, but it's really, really fun. All right, Tig.
2: Should we do it again? Yeah, let's do it again.